In this week's Complaint Corner, Aragon, Batman, and some other shit. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and first we are going to talk about the new Aragon TV series that is coming out. So, uh, Aragon, just for everyone out there who doesn't know, Aragon is a book series uh, that was adapted into an absolutely abysmal uh, feature film. Like, truly one of the worst adaptations that has ever been. Like, on par, well, maybe not on par, but in the same uh category as like dragon ball evolution or like the last airbender like it is it is truly an awful awful adaptation it's so bad oh yeah they like completely fuck up the ending i remember now they completely fucked up the ending of the movie so that like the next book uh which would have been the next movie like the very plot doesn't work because they fucked up the ending because i think they killed off uh, one of the villains who wasn't supposed to be killed off, and so they completely fucked what the entire plot of what the series was supposed to be about. Uh, anyway, I loved the books as a kid. Uh, I know a lot of people don't really like them. So, Steve, I know you've seen the film. What are your thoughts on the Aragon film? Uh, well, having only seen the film and that being my only reference, um, it's pretty bad. But it's mostly okay. just generic fantasy nonsense, swords and sorcery shit. So, without like so I, I, the, the 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 personal ties to whatever the franchise was prior to that stupid movie, I don't really have the fire in my belly about it that you do. I just thought it was a shitty fantasy movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will say that like uh, when I was a fan of this series as a kid, I I was young and I was. Uh, and i was new to the idea of uh of like oh yeah like there can be like it's ve- there is very very generic plot lines throughout the aragon book series like it is a very by the numbers fantasy series like the main character oh god what is his name i chosen i one. guess it must be aragon no i duh what am i talking about it is aragon yeah aragon who is not the dragon <laughs> oh okay despite the fact that his name is just dragon with a different first letter <laughs> um aragon is the main character wow, and it is. like he's just luke skywalker that's all he is he's just luke skywalker and there's an evil emperor uh and there is a and his Oh, and he was adopted by his uncle, uh, and and his father was the evil right hand of the evil emperor. Actually, a little bit different this time, though. Uh, spoiler alert for the Aragon books book series, if you've never read them and you're interested. Uh, he thought for a while that his father was the evil right hand of the emperor, whose name I cannot remember. John Malkovich. Um, or Galbat- Galbatorix was the emperor's name, but I can't remember the, the evil guy, like his right hand's name. I, I don't know. It's it's Darth Vader. He's just Darth Vader. Okay. Uh, but uh, Aragon thought that that was his dad for a long time, but then he found out that it wasn't. It was actually this other dude who was basically his, um, his Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi was his real dad. And in the exact, like literally it's wait, the exact wait, same thing. Wait, oh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> so... Imagine Star Wars, except that, uh, you know, Darth Vader is does the whole, like, Luke, I am your father thing, right? Sure. 
but then in return of the jedi you find out that uh instead of like leia being uh luke's secret sister you find out that obi-wan is actually uh luke's real father and luke's fake evil father just never knew that uh just that so is, that is so darth vader how it is was yeah given it to padme and got yep. her knocked up but he actually didn't obi-wan got yep. her knocked up but he didn't know that yep Correct. i see okay yep. well that is yep. stupid but exactly. thank you for explaining it for me <laughs> it is it is pretty dumb like like again like it was i loved it when i was a kid but like it definitely uh like it was written i believe that's like the first a fucking book. soap opera tw- plot twist <laughs> It's like, it is, I it is, am it your father. Is. And like one episode later, it's like, but I'm not your father. I'm your father. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I will. Um, wow. Crap. What was I going to say about the about the series? I, I, I loved it. I loved it when I was a kid, but it definitely uh, is not great. Oh, yeah. I remember what I was going to say. Um, so the original book was written uh when the author was i believe just 14 uh mm. like it was like this he, he his parents were rich and i think that his parents were, were like in the publishing community so he was just kind of able to get this published uh Got without it. much nepotism compared nepotism yeah the, the series was published because of nepotism uh <laughs> nice uh and like it's not bad it's like i would i would hesitate to call the the whole series bad i do think that it gets better the first book is the worst of the because it was written by a literal books. child it was written by a literal child and the the first one is the worst one but uh the, the it grows it grows over time and you then know, me have, and aragon a... went to go to the sacred village where we met the great wizard sonic the hedgehog <laughs> Uh, there's even, like, there's a Leia character, too, but she is an elf, uh, and Aragon, and Aragon wants to bone her so bad throughout the entire fucking series, uh, and I think it's, like, at the very, I'm trying to remember now, it's been so long since I read the books, but I think at the very end, she, like, they kiss, but then, uh, he leaves to go and refound the, uh, the Jedi. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, the. I think they're like the Dragon Riders or some bullshit. Like sure, I can't sure, remember sure. what they're called, but they're just the Jedi. That's that's it. Why doesn't he? Um, why doesn't she fucking put out? He. She knows he's the chosen one, right? Uh, yeah. Well, see, at that point, he had already won the big epic fight. You know, killed the Emperor. Uh, done the thing. Oh yeah, I, re- I remember now that. Uh, I can't. I still can't remember his name, but the evil Darth Vader type character. He was actually dead before the series even began. Like, he's been dead for, like, a long time. Uh, it's just that um, he was, like, legendary as being, like, you know, big, wait a, wait a minute, Wait a minute. Whatever. Wait a minute. So, what? Aragon thought that yeah. Darth Vader was his dad, but he yeah. wasn't. Obi-Wan but, was. But Darth Vader correct. was never even alive for the events of this story. Correct. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, that awesome. is, is accurate. <laughs> like i said it's pretty generic i'm hoping that this tv series maybe they can like make it a little bit more interesting like how you many know, maybe books like, in this series there's four there's four books in okay the series. there was originally gonna be three but when he was writing the last one he realized there was just too much story left to tell so he split it into two, got it so there's okay four books. interesting yeah. i'm just i'm remembering yeah, it, back to the uh series of unfortunate events netflix show 
uh, when I'm wondering, because that was that was more books. There's more books in that franchise, and they made that oh, yeah. relatively successful. So I'm wondering if they couldn't do the same thing with with Aragon, except that I don't imagine I don't know, but I have to compare it to Star Wars. I guess it has a colorful cast of characters, I suppose, assuming all faces are represented, like Chewbacca's and whatnot. But well, okay, like there are different races. Like it's pretty much your generic fantasy. Yeah, there's stuff, hot elves. You know, I know. Yeah. There's hot elves, there's dwarves. There's, there's dwarves uh, in this thing, dwar- too? There is dwarves. Oh, I don't remember yep. there being any dwarves in the movie. Uh, in in what, Star Wars? <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> no, just... in in the Aragon movie. Oh, yeah, I think at the end, I don't even fucking remember how the, like, the movie, I blocked out most of the movie from my memory. Here's what I remember from the Aragon movie. Uh, Aragon okay, right. is on the farm with Uncle Owen, and he goes into the woods, and he finds a dragon egg, and he takes it to the yep. butcher and tries to trade it for something, meats yep, of some that kind. Is from the books. Okay. That is from the books. Sure. Yep. And then he goes back, and Uncle Owen was burned down, and then he yeah. gets found by Obi Wan they... Kenobi, who teaches him the yeah. ways of dragoning, because his dragon yep. like literally grows up overnight. It just that's the stupidest part. That's the stupidest. Well, one of the stupidest parts of that film was the dragon should not have grown that quickly. It was just like mat. It was like magic. The dragon like flew into the clouds and came was back. Was it not down supposed to do that? Fucking grown. No, it was not. Oh. No, it was supposed to grow slowly over time. I I could be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure this is the series where uh, dragons never stop growing. Uh, oh. So it's like the so the older the dragon, the bigger the dragon. Uh, which I think is a very cool idea. Like it's it's pretty simple and obvious, but like when I was a when I was a twelve year old kid, I was like, that's yeah, like you know, big ass dragons, big ass sure, dragons. That's right. Not? All right, and then after that, <laughs> I kind of miss most of it, uh, except for the part where he goes to the prison and he uses yep. elf magic, uh, and then Ian Malkovich yep. is there, and I think he saves the princess from that dungeon, and then I, all I remember is the end where they have a dragon fight with the emperor yeah that's the end they completely fucked like i think that the emperor wasn't actually there but it was like one of his underlings um and that guy was not he was killed i believe in the film and he was absolutely not supposed to be killed oh yeah and also there's this other character named murtog i believe good fantasy name uh he yeah, it is a it is a pretty cool fantasy name, honestly. Uh, but uh, Murtog is, oh god, let me try to remember the details now. He's basically Han Solo, except if Han Solo was more of an asshole, like Han Solo. If Han Solo, oh my god, I kind of like remember Kylo that Ren. guy actually. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he, he have like movie. evil family or something? And everybody's like, ah. Oh, yeah. Ra- so fun fact: his dad is Darth Vader. Whoa. Right? Uh, like actually Darth Vader. Right, not pretend um, Darth Vader. Not pretend Darth Vader. So he thought all the, like, f- throughout most of the series, uh, he thought that he was brothers with Aragon. Turns uh, out not quite. He's a half-brother to Aragon. Uh, and Aragon, wait, like, doesn't wait, know about wait, most shit. So they have the same mom later. still. They have the same mom. Okay, so yeah. Obi-Wan and Anakin Skywalker both plowed the same lady and produced different children. Correct. Okay. All right. Yes. I'm I'm with you. Yes. I'm keeping up. <laughs> this is probably Again, way easier if I knew people's actual so names. So long. 
it has been so long like it's probably been at least like over 10 years since i read these books so like i'm impressed that i remember as much as i do i really liked these books when i was a kid. i'm impressed like, i remember anything fun... about this movie because it's really forgettable the only thing i oh yeah i was going to say that the the thing i remember about the movie was that uh john malkovich is the the evil emperor guy and I do like John Malkovich, and he's, you know, like, that's that's decent casting, but does not save the film. Uh, and just, just... Oh, no, I, I hate, do remember I one more thing it's from the movie. I remember Ian Malkovich saying that uh, he suffers without his stone. Do not prolong my suffering. I remember that part. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. I do remember, yeah, do not prolong... <laughs> Oh man, I love. I I feel like there is no actor who's better at being an annoying villain than John Malkovich. You know what I mean? Sure. Like he just has this this air of like of like how dare you inconvenience me like that like all the time. <laughs> That's just, like I I I deeply enjoy John like on Malkovich, Con Air when he was fucking Gary the Cannibal oh. or whatever his. Cool I've prison never name was. actually seen Connor. I don't remember what I his cool prison seen... name was. I don't remember his cool prison name either. All I know uh, about that is that uh, it's one of Nicolas Cage's most Nicolas Cage films. I know that, but I've never yeah, actually it's up there for sure. I mean, it's not it. as good as that one with the bees, but it's definitely pretty good. Oh yeah, Wicker Man. Yeah, I have yeah. seen Wicker Man. That is a goddamn garbage fire. That is a terrible film, but it's so <laughs> bad it's good. You know, like it's it's a classic despite the fact that it's atrocious. <laughs> I like when he was on the boat and then he uh, had an illusion of a train or a semi or something coming to crush him. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was uh, like a truck. I yeah, think it was yeah, a, yeah. Like truck. There coon. was that truck happened coon. multiple times. It happened multiple times throughout the movie. Was like just random truck or train, whatever it was, uh, and it was it's so so hilarious, like unintentionally hilarious. The other thing I remember about that movie is uh, how to get burned, how to get burned. Like he was like right, holding yep, like yep. a teddy bear or something. He's oh so my cool. God. That reminds me. Oh, and the bear play, suit. Um, uh, Heavy Rain. Did you ever play Heavy Rain? I did not play okay. Heavy Rain. Well, there's no. there's one of the characters you play as in that game. He's like an FBI agent or something. He's like addicted to smack. So, like, every once in a while, you just get, like, blurry screen hallucinations, and it's like, oh, man, that's exactly what was happening here. Yeah, yes, exactly. All right, so our next piece of news, I'm, I'm quite excited for the Aragon TV series. I really hope it it better be better than the original film, okay? <laughs> if it's not better than the original film, like, just, like, burn Disney Plus to the ground. Like, we're done Oh, is it a Disney like, Plus you know? thing? <laughs> It is going to be a Disney Plus. Okay, thing. I didn't. Yes. I didn't yeah. know they owned that. Uh, apparently, like it's a, it just happened. Like, and, oh, okay. oh, and I think I mentioned this, but the author who has matured, I believe, uh, in the years, right, is no longer a fourteen-year-old boy. Yeah, he is no longer a fourteen-year-old, uh, and he is going to be the co-showrunner of this uh tv series which is good because hopefully it will be more accurate to the books themselves and also maybe he can like revise some of i I was just gonna say you know it might actually not be that book accurate because he probably looks back at the time when he was a 14 year old and wrote that first book and goes god i wish i could change this now exactly yeah and so maybe this is his chance to be like okay like you know i had some i had some ideas but i need to like refine those ideas a little bit and that's what i'm hoping this series becomes now hear me out uh, so sonic fingers crossed no 
no Sonic the Hedgehog can be allowed in this film. Unless, all right, I'll tell you what. Sonic the Hedgehog can be in the film if it's Ugly Sonic. Uh, that's the only way with the teeth. You, no, you I don't. I don't think that's what's gonna happen. No, it's gonna be a cool Sonic OC. How about that? We'll meet in the middle. Oh, original character. No, stop. All right, wait. Can it be a Sonic OC with teeth? Um, I, it can have teeth. It'll have vampire teeth. I, obviously, I need don't be ridiculous. The teeth. The teeth is a requirement for me. Like that. It will is... have. It will have vampire teeth because he will be a half vampire, <laughs> okay. half hedgehog. He will have one red eye and one purple eye. He will have shadow, the hedgehog colored quills, except he'll also have hints of green in there among the red. And he will have a magical demon sword inside him called the ebony blade that he uses to rend souls with. God. Wow. <laughs> like, that is like, that is such a generic Sonic OC. I love it. I love it. It's beautiful. I was just uh, using my so, computer yes. programs to amalgamate all of them into one character. <laughs> also, he'll have a rockin' huge cock. Well, of course. Of course. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what Which Sonic will only Hedgehog, appear when he is not wearing like, pants, which will be all about? Time. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to move no, on. No, cargo shorts. We're going to move on. Do, do Sonic characters wear cargo <laughs> shorts? I have. I don't know. What What do Sonic characters wear? Don't they just wear, like, Well, it depends. Are you no a girl pants? animal or a boy animal? <laughs> I mean, I, a boy. A boy Then animal, you wear nothing but gloves you. and shoes. You, okay. All right, great, great. Or goggles sometimes. All right. We are moving on. We are moving on to our next piece of news, which is, like, hilarious, but also, like, kind of sad. Um, so, Sylvester Stallone is very upset. <laughs> Sylvester <laughs> Stallone is very, very upset uh, because apparently they're making a new uh, Rocky Balboa spinoff film called Drago. It's going to be about Ivan Drago and his son, whatever, whatever Drago. Apparent, I think he was in the last Creed film, like, the creed 2 i think had uh the the new the new guy fighting against the new drago and the i i did not see yeah it. I, I i gotta tell you my rocky knowledge stops after rocky 2 oh really okay so so rocky 4 is in my opinion the absolute greatest of the rocky films uh not because it's good which one had Johnny Five in it? Uh, who the fuck is Johnny Five? I don't know who that is. The robot. Oh, yes. That would be Rocky Four. Yes. Yes. Okay. Rocky All right, Four cool. is a, an absolute classic of uh, of the Rocky films. I, I That is the one that I've seen the most times. Uh, and it is so hilarious. Uh, at the beginning of Rocky Four, uh, I can't remember. Apollo. Apollo Creed. Uh, he gets yep. in a fight with uh, Ivan Drago, played by the legendary Dolph Lundgren, uh, and Dolph Lundgren, or whatever his name is, what is Drago, Drago, he kills him. He kills Apollo Creed yep. in this fight. Uh, and If he dies, he dies, he or dies, whatever, sure. Uh, and it's a big deal. Uh, and, of course, fucking uh, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, he swears revenge, uh, and he goes uh, to, to uh, Russia to fight... Uh, against Drago. Oh my god, I remember this one. And he instills the democracy y yes. in the hearts of all the communists. Yes, yes. He, gives a, he gives a big, unintelligible speech uh, at the end of his little fight. <laughs> and it makes all of them love apple pie yep, and big American yep, titties. Yeah, he, I remember that now. He yep, successfully yep, 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 yep. beat communism with his fists. Uh, and like, <laughs> <laughs> that is all you need to know about the film, honestly. Uh, Rocky, Fo Rocky Four is truly, truly one of a kind. I love Rocky Four. Uh, but so anyway, so I was actually quite interested in a Drago spinoff, uh, as long as it was as over the top as Rocky Four, which it probably wouldn't be, but you know, it's fine. 
But uh, Sylvester Stallone. I mean, you can't solve communism with uh, your fists these yeah. days. That was a much earlier. <laughs> yeah, mentality. yeah. You can't do that kind of shit these days at all. It doesn't it doesn't work anymore? See, that's why I think the film is such a classic because you can never make it again. <laughs> you can't do this anymore. You know, we don't even have communism anymore. I mean, yeah, exactly. But like, just oh god, I I love Rocky Four. Anyway. Uh, so Sylvester Stallone is very mad about this new uh, Drago spinoff film that they're making, and I'm just gonna just read some read some quotes here from uh, from some Sylvester Stallone's Instagram. <coughs> Heartbreaker just found this out once again. Irwin Winkler, this pathetic 94 year old producer, and his moronic vulture children, Charles and David are once again just as a quick thing i want to point out that he said once again twice in this sentence all right anyway he did uh, <laughs> are once again picking clean the bones of another wonderful character i created without even telling me i apologize to the fans i never wanted rocky characters to be exploited by these parasites by the way i once had nothing but respect for dolph but he never told me about what was going on behind my back with the character I created for him. Real friends are more precious than gold. Uh, that was his first post. In his second post, he said, Winkler and family suck Rocky dry. And there's like a little image of these producer guys uh, like looking like vampires sucking from, uh, sucking from Rocky Balboa. Anyway, uh, presumed to be the most hated untalented decrepit producer in hollywood and his cowardly children have found their next meal drago throughout history so many artists in every industry recording painting writing you name it have been destroyed by these bloodsuckers who have destroyed so many families uh lining their pockets with other people work hashtag parasite producers hashtag exploited artist victims whoo all right i'm sure there's more but i like how he said presumed <laughs> presumed work. presumed to be the most most hated untalented decrepit producer in hollywood yes presumed right, by like, him man they are probably <laughs> the worst yeah like he, he he can't even commit to it but whatever so uh yeah he is well very one mad. of these guys might come out one of these days and say they eat babies or something he has to cover his bases <laughs> yeah 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 he, he thinks it's the worst, but, I mean, have you met or heard of other producers in Hollywood? Like, those, there are some fucking assholes over there, which is true. But, uh, but yeah, I do think that... Is he not a producer in Hollywood? I, yeah, he is a producer in Hollywood, I think. But, so, I think that he's... I think it's fair to say that he's overreacting just a bit here. Uh, would you would you agree uh, with that? Like Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Just a smidge, yeah. Now, like... You know, I do think it's kind of shitty that he does not own the rights to Rocky Balboa as a character. Because, I mean, it is his character. You can never, you can't recast Rocky. Rocky is Sylvester Stallone. Well, fuck you, they can. <laughs> no, shut up, Steve. You cannot recast Rocky. I put my foot down. That is unacceptable. No, can't be done. Uh-uh. No. Okay, but, like, is the Rocky IP so sacred that... That we needed more of these things. Oh, absolutely anyway. like, not! No, 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 no. Now okay. I've heard good things about Creed, uh, and I heard Creed Two was pretty good, but not as good as the first one. Creed Two? Jesus yeah, they Christ. made a Creed Two. They're making a Creed Three. Uh, oh, I my know. God. Uh, and now they're making this spinoff thing, 
Which, like, is fine. It's sort of this All right, weird... Here are the movies in the Rocky franchise that matter. Uh-huh. Rocky, and maybe Rocky 2, depending on whether you were satisfied with the ending or not of Rocky 1. There you go. I mean... Done. Hard stop. Okay. Uh, I would agree with you, except... I didn't need Mr. T. Yeah. I didn't need, need Rocky T. to solve communism. No, I need I didn't that. need a 75-year-old Rocky passing on the secrets of street fighting. <laughs> I didn't need, apparently, a sequel to that. Oh, man. So, okay. You know, I'm just... I, I keep meaning to watch the Creed films. Like, I really have heard good things about them, but I just have not gotten around to it yet. But I'm going to talk about the original films for a second. So, the first Rocky, absolutely fantastic film. Like, truly... Like, prob- like, probably the best actual film in terms of, like, filmmaking and story and storytelling. Uh, I love the first Rocky. Among the Rockies? Among the Rockies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, of okay. the Rockies. That's all I'm talking about right now. Okay. Important distinction. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I would say that, that ro- the first Rocky is, is, like, a genuinely good film. Even, like... It, excluding everything else. Like, if you just watch that movie in a vacuum. Yeah, man, it goes Schindler's List and then fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show and then Rocky Two. No, okay, That's so Rocky Two, I think, is entertaining, uh, but is definitely not as good as the first Rocky. Sorry, I forgot Citizen Kane, because people seem to like Citizen, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane is a great reason. film. I, nobody actually likes Citizen I think Kane. They just Citizen say they Kane do. Citizen Kane is a great film. I, I, we've talked about Citizen Kane before. Rosebud. Rosebud. <laughs> I, I really like I really like uh, Citizen Kane and I don't care what you say but that's not what we're talking about and right it's now. black and white give me some colors yeah, I, it is the only black and white film that I've seen that I actually liked that is uh, unless you count like the like uh, uh, Wizard of Oz but that doesn't really count well, no I refer you back to my third example of Schindler's List uh, oh wait is that, is that black and white I forget yes it is it black is. and white okay that schindler's list is a good film i've only seen that movie once so i forgot that somehow i forgot that it was black and white. you only need to see it once that's true it stays with you forever that's, that's a fact that's a fact i mean schindler's list is a fantastic film that's not what we're talking i'm talking about cheesy 80s uh punch em up movies okay oh well die hard's better than rocky uh oh wow i mm, i don't know if i can agree with that i, I love tell rocky. me i'm wrong I, I, tell me i'm lying I, I think you're wrong i think that rocky the first Rocky, I think, is better than Die Hard. No way, dude. That's hard, but... It's got... Well, it's got crawling through the air vents like a TV dinner. It's got yippee Kaye, motherfucker. I mean, that is a... It's got... Wonderful... Now movie. I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. Uh, I you know, don't remember that, that cool part, shit. And it's got Snape in it. Snape is in it, and he's definitely awesome in... Like, I'm not... I'm not disputing what it. What has Rocky got? He's got... He punches meat. Eye of the Tiger. It's, it's got, got Eye, Eye of, of the, the tiger, tiger in it. I'll and, give you that. And he, and he punches meat... Uh, and it's got Sylvester Stallone. He does Stallone. punch meat. Uh, and he chases the chicken. He chases yep. the chicken. Yep. Uh, and it's got uh, Carl Weathers. I like him. He's cool. You know, uh, whatever. Okay. He's not Snape, though. Not Snape. It does not have Snape. All right. All right. Anyway. Die Hard's got a guy that does a bunch of cocaine and then gets murdered. So first Rocky is excellent. Second Rocky, entertaining, but not great. Third Rocky... Uh, just you just don't need it just skip the third rocky you're done mr t <laughs> <laughs> yeah like just no no we're done here what was mr t's boxing guy name in that i movie? literally don't remember i i have okay. no idea He's, it's just mr it's t it's just mr t i think which is actually not even his name no it's not <laughs> really i mean his name isn't fucking mr t it's something else well yeah but i assume that like his last name starts with the letter t right so like probably all right so so <laughs> i don't his know his name is mr. it's ba baracus in the a team <laughs> all right rocky four though 
Rocky IV is absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's ironically amazing. Uh, I love Rocky IV. I will never stop loving Rocky IV. Rocky V is abysmal, and we don't ever fucking talk about Rocky V. Wait a v. minute. Which one was Rocky V? Rocky V is the street fighting one. That's that's the bad one. That, or, oh, okay. In my right. opinion, Rocky V is the worst one. And I think that it's just called Rocky, which is stupid. Oh, I remember that uh, now. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It should be called Rocky V, but it's not. Uh, and you know what? Maybe so, it's okay, that hang one on. that has So Rocky robot. lost his first fight when he was at his prime. Yeah. Well, sort of his prime. Like, the best, closest to prime he could be. Yeah. And then every movie after that, he has continued to age alongside the real-life version of the man. Fucking, um... I forgot Sylvester his name. Stallone. Holy shit. Thank yeah. you, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a million now. So, like, Rocky has continued to age and continues to win fights. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's because... It's very unbelievable. Well, it is unbelievable, and it really just boils down to the first film, they did not expect to make a sequel. <laughs> that's that's really... Well, right, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just silly is what I, it is. I honestly, I think it is just so, so ridiculous that uh, Rocky Balboa became a franchise. Like, it's like the first film was awesome, and everyone loved it, and so they're like, all right, time to milk this for all it's worth, and they well, just... Well, I guess that's his point, right? Just, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, that's what uh, Sylvester Stallone is is saying here, but I'm pretty sure he was the one who wanted to make how many, the sequels. Um, how many fucking Rambo movies are there? I know they're not even called that, but how many Rambo movies I do we have? I don't know. I think there's at least four. Uh, I don't. That I don't seems know. like a lot of times to have a guy come back from war and then be harassed by a local police chief. Uh, you know, follow or whatever up. the fuck the plot of Rocky One. Follow was. up question: uh, How many expendable movies are there? Is there just the three? three I think, or is there a fourth one now? Uh, I don't know. I saw the first one. I also saw the first one. I did not. I did not bother with the with the sequels. Uh, I thought the, the first one. I was, was uh, I was good on the first. Was fine. Like I was like, you know what? I was. I enjoyed the uh, the, the old meets new of our wacky action star thing because you know I had like the fucking transporter alongside fucking terminators and shit. And yeah. It's like, oh man, that's that's fun. Yes. But I I was good. I was good on that eighties cheese. Yeah. If, I didn't if need you any love if you love uh you know like masculine uh fighting movies like action movies if you if you're into that shit. Fucking Chuck Norris was in that thing. It Chuck had everybody. Norris. Yeah, it had everybody, and that's why you should. That's why you should watch Expendables. But if you're Wait, not a fan, you might have been in the second one. I, I might have seen the second one, not the first oh, one. I don't remember. Actually, yeah, maybe you're right. Fucking, I think Chuck Norris was in the second they, one. They yeah. added more guys in the second one. I know they that, did. and yeah. I know that they had that that absolutely fucking nuts guy was in there. Um, uh, I don't. God, what is fucking his name? He he has he had that courtroom show about dogs. The uh, fucking pet show court. about dogs. I don't know. Oh what my the god, I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, the guy with the the guy who went nuts. He got in a car accident or something and went bananas. Hmm. I feel like I should. Oh wait, is that Gary Busey? Gary Busey. Gary yeah, Busey? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that shit. Oh man, yeah. I gotta see that now because that sounds fucking hilarious. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wait, which part? The Expendables two or the show where he performed court proceedings for animals? <laughs> Honestly, both. Uh, but I was okay, referring because that to court proceeding animals too. thing I have not personally seen, but I have been told about it, and the consensus is he doesn't know it's not real. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing! Like I, I definitely do want to watch that that show. That sounds so fucking fun. Or at least one episode. I want to watch one episode. 
uh, and laugh at it. And that's that. That's I don't I don't know what kind of uh, authority he commands over the courtroom proceedings for dogs. I'm not sure what authority <laughs> a dog judge has, but I hope he has the full extent of the dog law at his fingertips. I'd really like him to be able to sentence jo- dogs to jail or something. Uh, yes. You know, I, maybe there, that should be a, maybe that should be a film. Like, we should just have, like, an entire dog courtroom, uh, like, story. Uh, you know, like, bee movie, where they spent half the movie in court with bees? <laughs> suing the human race for stealing honey? <laughs> and also, Sting was there from the oh police? Oh, God, I forgot. Oh, I, I swear to God, I, I know I've seen bee movie, but I feel like i made up most of it like i feel like it, it didn't happen nah dude it's it's on netflix right now because remember we all wanted b movies so they put it on netflix for us so we could all enjoy b movie again because it's fucking morbid why time. does that movie exist and why is jerry seinfeld the b why because jerry seinfeld wrote the movie did he that makes so much yes. sense now actually Okay, all right. That's why all the jokes are from an episode of Seinfeld, time period-wise, at least. It's like, wow, there sure is a lot of not-contemporary comedy in this What's B-movie. the deal with airline food? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Oh, he is fucking man. a true visionary. That's why everybody <laughs> likes Jerry Seinfeld. Everybody. Everybody. Yep. You hate Jerry Seinfeld. I do. I fucking I hate Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Uh, and I like, I get it. I honestly get it. Like not personally, like not as a man. I'm sure he's fine as a person. Nah, he's pretty shitty him funny in the slightest. He's pretty. Sh- okay. Well, that's good yeah. to hear, I guess. Yeah. So I'm glad that just it, it fits him. with my narrative of him. Yeah. You can, you can okay. just hate his guts. Totally well, you know, sometimes people are just trying their best and they're just bad at something, but it's not, I mean, to hate them personally, but I'm glad to hear he's not a good guy too. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of stuff does he do? Uh, he, does he not tie his shoes no, or something? No, he's, he's really into grooming underage girls. So. Oh, you see, you can't be doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's that's, 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 that's a no no. That's that's, that's, a, that's a bad. <laughs> like, nope, Hard don't pass. do that. No, that's, that's fucked up. Please stop. Please fucking stop. Cool. Well, I feel justified in hating B movie now. Yeah, thank yeah, God. You that's can a way just hate B movie. It's so okay. Uh, awesome. Thank yeah, God. Okay. Well, but yes, they do have animal courtroom proceedings already, unless you don't count bees as animals. I don't, but at I the end like, of the no, movie, I, I'm pretty sure really they count. took the case of a cow because they started a bee law firm. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure a cow was upset that people were stealing all the milk. Oh. I'm pretty sure that happened. Wait, in B movie that happened? In B movie at the end, oh, God. They, had a, they, had a, they set up a, a, a law firm that involved bees because Why? one of the bees was representing the other bee in court. His Why? name is probably Buzz Why? or something. And he was like... I'll take all your animal cases. And this cow is like, ah, I fucking, they're stealing all my milk and I don't see any money from that. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. B movie sequel. I guess that would have been something else. We fucking should a movie no, about Steve, Steve, cows. be quiet. Okay. Don't let anyone hear you. We do not want a B movie sequel. No one wants that. Okay. Don't let them. <laughs> this wasn't my idea. Jerry Seinfeld already had this idea. He just didn't say anything. Yeah. Okay. He but... was already giving us a cliffhanger for his yeah, next movie. I know movie. he gave us. It was going to be incredible. But just, just shut up, okay? Like, I don't want anyone also, to Also, that think... B was definitely giving that lady the business. Oh, yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah, he was he was uh, stinging her every night. That's Yeah, that situation couldn't have been good for anybody. <laughs> Nobody it's benefits so in that weird. regard. Like, why? Why is there, like, a romantic relationship between a, a, a talking bee and a full-sized human woman? 
why like i just probably the the same way that there was one in sonic 06 because fuck you that's why (laughs) that's the number one question i have from b movie is maybe jerry seinfeld's into that i don't know stop maybe jerry seinfeld saw the fly one time and he's like oh man that awakened something in me (laughs) oh my god all right so uh let's 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 uh let's tie this back into talking about sylvester stallone so, uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. So what do you think? Do you, do you think that Sylvester Stallone should be given the rights to Rocky or is he clearly too unhinged to, uh, to do that? And maybe he should just calm down. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't think that's the question here. I think the problem is that like, it sucks that they took that character from him and they're doing whatever they want with it. But also he is really overreacting. I mean, he's right because they shouldn't be any more Rocky movies, That's true. but he's not right for the right reason. If you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like he's just he's just upset because they're they did it without his permission. I guess it's like that's the thing that he's so mad about, and that they're. I mean, I don't think anybody. I mean, maybe they did. I was gonna say I don't think they consulted Harrison Ford when they made the fucking Han Solo sequel prequel, but maybe they did. I doubt it, but maybe. I think that they talked to him briefly about it. Uh, I mean, I know that he gave that he did meet with uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Like, I know that they had, a, like, the two of them had a couple of conversations about Han Solo as a character, which is better than nothing. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, like, I think that we should just accept that some things need to die. Some franchises need to stop. Uh, and that's okay. And I, and I know where you might be going with this, Steve, and uh, Marvel doesn't count. So just get that uh, out your well, head first of all, right it's... now bold of you to assume anything on my part but you are you are not correct it does need to die but i wasn't even thinking that i was just gonna let that comment go unanswered but (laughs) since you brought it up anyway uh but yeah like rocky balboa as a franchise like it's okay to let it stop like we can wait we're good and honestly like if you are man we just gotta have that fresh new reboot with uh fucking with, with Jaden Smith or something. No, I mean they they already have the reboot going with um oh god, I can't think of his name. The guy who plays uh Creed's son, Apollo Creed's son, the main character of Creed 1 and 2. What the fuck is his name? Uh I, I Michael don't know. B Jordan. Michael B Jordan. Uh like he's already like the new poster boy for this franchise and honestly that's fine. Uh like I like boxing films. Like I'm okay with more boxing films. I just like I, you don't always have to tie it back into uh, the Rocky you know, if franchise. I was going to watch a uh, fighting thing, I think I would have gone the Ip Man route where it's like fucking sweet kung fu or something. Uh yeah. Also, one of the Ip Man movies does have him fight a boxer for the record. Does it? That's neat. I've never seen any of those movies. And is it not IP Man or is it Ip Man? Like, I'm just, I always... I'm going to level with you. I have no idea. Okay, because I always thought it was IP Man, but I, like, then you said Ip Man, and I'm like, you know what? Is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. Pretty sure it is, because I'm pretty sure it's a name, not an acronym, but I don't know. Mostly because the movie's not in English. (laughs) Ah, okay. So, it's probably Or rather, the three movies are not in English. I have no idea. Ah, whatever. Uh, it sounds a little ridiculous, I will grant you, but he does fuck up that, that boxing guy pretty good with his karate. I mean, it's a lot fairer of a fight because he's not allowed to kick, but mm. it's still it's still pretty good. Okay. I mean, that sounds fun. I, I do love me some action films, so may, I, I gotta check out more of these. I, I wonder... There must be on one of the streaming services. I have practically all of them, so like I must be able to find like awesome kung fu action movies somewhere. HBO Max, maybe? Probably, yes. Know. Yeah, I gotta check that shit out. 
Uh, anyway, we're gonna move on now, because I don't really have much more to say about Sylvester Stallone having a fucking hissy fit on Instagram anymore. Like, I... He's... Hey, what was that movie with Jackie Chan where he was in a tuxedo and the tuxedo did all the karate for him? Oh, wow. I remember that film, but I have no idea. I don't know what it's called. Cool. Okay. The, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I remember that shit. That's like, you awakened an old, old memory in me just now, Steve. So, you know, thank you for that. Because uh, Yeah, because wow. I was thinking of karate, and that led me to Jackie Chan, and then I was running through the list of Jackie Chan movies I know, which obviously began with Rush Hour for some reason, uh, yeah, and then it stopped, yeah. and I ended on this karate thing as I was distilling down, and I couldn't remember what this tuxedo movie was called. It might just be called, like, The Tuxedo or something. What's the... I don't remember. What's the uh, What's the Jackie Chan movie with Owen Wilson that's, like, in the Old West? I, I want to say Blazing Saddles, but that's not right. That's not the name Nope, of it. that's definitely not yeah, it. Uh, it's... Uh, something about noon, midnight, noon, no. Talladega Nights. No, that's not it either. <laughs> I know that's not High it. High noon. High noon? No, fuck. I got, I, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I love Jackie Chan too, but anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to our next wow. piece of news, which is that, uh, Ben Affleck is returning yet again, uh, to the Batman character, which is kind of awesome. Uh, ben Affleck or Ben Affleck's take on Batman is going to be in Aquaman two. I think it's called The Lost Kingdom, I believe. Uh, but uh, sure, this made me significantly more interested in Aquaman two, uh, personally because wait a minute, I love Batman. what do you think The Lost Kingdom is in reference to? Uh, like The Lost Kingdom of Atlantis, maybe I don't know. Well, no, see, no, because Atlantis isn't lost from the perspective of Atlanteans. Now, there is already a lost empire of Atlanteans in the first Aquaman movie when they go and find their fucking ruins in the desert, if that's what they're referring to, but they already found that. Now, it could be referring to that weird shit that was in the Marianas Trench or whatever where the trident was, but we already found that. So, yeah. what's left? Uh, I guess we'll have to find out when... Uh, the. I was right. I googled it just to be sure. It is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, so I don't know. I don't know why nice. it's called that, because it does... Honestly, I feel like you could have named the first film Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom. Like, pretty easily. It yes, you it probably totally could have, worked. but and it's like, putting oh, yeah. a subtitle on the first movie would have been silly. Uh, yes, I agree with that. Uh, do, do you even remember the first Aquaman? Like, do you... Of course I do. You do? Okay, because, yeah. like... I know Aquaman's I've seen a blistering it. drunk, and then he gets uh, taken in by that lady who did all those mean things to uh, Jack Sparrow. Correct. And then uh, they found the thing in the desert, and he was going to pee on it. Oh, and yeah. they had a cool fight with Black Manta slightly before that. Uh, and he got the uh, trident and saved the day. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and he rode the Kraken. I remember riding the right. giant... Right, yes, well, yes, I don't know if yes, it was yes, a Kraken yes. or not, but it was a... It was, it was a something for sure. It was a big giant. He had like command of sea creatures, except not all of them, because like the guys on every army had sea creatures that for some reason would still attack Aquaman, even though he was literally king of the seas. Yeah, I think he learned at the end of the movie like how to like truly be king of the seas. I think that was like kind of the point. He like he like, yeah, because like he was doing do that thing big. where he was like controlling water animals as he was charging towards the guys. And, like, I have a distinct memory of, like, a giant underwater alligator or something, yeah, like, biting too. him, and he has, like, to hold its mouth open with his trident or legs or something. And it's like, why didn't he just tell that to knock it off? Because, you know, king of the oceans and whatever. I mean, maybe he can't control every single uh, fish, especially one that already well, is Well, fucking mounted. some king of the ocean he is. <laughs> 
Well, shut up, Steve. Like, may, like that one. I can only control bluegills, <laughs> sunfish, he is, pumpkin maybe seeds, he is, he was great limited. mouth bass. I mean, that was like a big, like crazy spectacle of an action scene. Like he was in control of a lot of fish at the time. Maybe he just, you know, he missed a well, few. Well, see, I guess it comes down to if he's actively controlling them all at once or he just tells them to do something and they continue to do it until further notice. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's just like, hey, do this. And they're like, I... Because like, all he had I to say wanna. was charge, he could do that to all of them, right? Because he's not, like, constantly making them do that. If he's, like, actively chess-piecing all those individual fish behind him, then I'll give him a pass, because that probably takes a lot of conscious effort. But I maybe would have abandoned control of one of those for momentary control of the thing trying to eat me. Maybe. I think you're I think you're thinking too hard about this, in, in, like, this one Maybe he doesn't have control over because it's an alligator, and therefore it's not a 100% water-based creature. Sure. Let's go with that. Let's just... Let's go with yeah. that. All right. That, okay. That works. that works for me. So he has no control over amphibians. Anyway! Which an alligator is not. An alligator is not an amphibian. But things that don't spend 100% of their life in the water. I don't know. Wait, are alligators or crocodiles the semi-out-of-water one? I never fucking remember. I don't remember Whatever. Either. It doesn't matter, does it? No, it really doesn't. I'm really hoping... Dinosaurs. I'm, I'm just... I'm going right back to what we were talking about, and that is uh, I'm really hoping that uh, Ben Affleck being an Aquaman too. I, I hope that they make a fucking... I want a Batman movie with Ben Affleck. I've wanted that forever. I, I want it so You know, at this bad. point, you're probably going to get it. Yeah, like, just, like, please. I just want one solo film, and I would like it to be a loose adapt. I, I know I've said this a thousand times before. I want a loose adaptation of Arkham Asylum. Uh, that is that is what I want. I don't think I'm asking for that much, but whatever. Like, I just, I really, really want to see Ben Affleck again as batman i don't want any other fucking superheroes in the movie i want it to be okay you can do like if they want to do like robin or batgirl or something like that something like that that's fine bat family members are allowed but i don't i don't need any superman i don't want any wonder woman i don't want aquaman i don't want flash i don't literally no one else i just want a batman film with ben affleck preferably set in arkham asylum that's what i want Please give it to me, WB. I will pay you money to see the thing uh, if you just make the thing that I want. <sighs> That's fair. Yes. You, know, you want to know what the cynic in me thinks? What? What's that? Uh, I feel like he was done with Batman, right? Because he felt like nobody was going to be able to replace him as Batman. And then fucking uh, that dude from Twilight showed up and people really liked that movie. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know what? No. No, I'm not going to let that slide. Yeah, he's I'm like, going to have to no, be no, Batman no, no. again. Uh, I doubt that. I, I mean, because Batman's been recasted so many times. I mean, there's so many different uh, films. Yeah, there's lots Batman. of Batmans, but everybody's got a definitive Batman for them. That is that is true. I have a hard time. You know, I have a hard time with that. I, For me, I, I guess it's a toss-up between Ben Affleck and, um, and honestly, Robert Pattinson. I really like both of the, both of those takes on the character christian bale well, so you are exactly the kind of person that made him do this uh maybe yeah maybe and I'm, honestly i'm like like i said like i am significantly more interested in aquaman 2 now that i know that batman is in it even though i'm i think it's fair to assume that he probably won't be in that much of the film because it's you know an aquaman movie uh, right, probably true. Like I, but still, I, I'm just excited to see him again. I I feel like he got done so dirty by uh, by the films that he was in. I mean, Suicide Squad sucked. 
Batman v Superman sucked. The Justice League, this like the Whedon cut of Justice League, fucking sucked balls. Uh, the Snyder cut was okay, like it was it was all right, but like at that point it was I, too fucking late. I feel anyway. like, I mm, yeah, I feel like they just brought him a really big check to come back. Maybe that's all it took. Maybe that's all. Maybe that's all it is. But like I, he's like I'm done with Batman. They're like, oh, what if I add some more zeros to that paycheck? And he's like, whoa, I'm not done with Batman after all. It seems he was literally the best thing in batman v superman like he was he's the only reason i ever watched that film again is because it's like ah if i just ignore some of the stupid bullshit like the martha scene and other other strange events and i just focus on batman and also i like you know pretend he doesn't use guns throughout several different portions of the film if i could just pretend really hard uh (laughs) then i can watch batman v superman and have an all right time I just have to, you know, like, hit myself on the head uh, a few times so I, like, miss entire sections of the film. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's normal, right? Like, Yeah, that's that's a perfectly good Batman movie if you have to do all those steps. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, if you hold your nose and you swallow real dry mouth, it doesn't even taste like assholes. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, okay, but seriously, like, he has... In Batman v Superman, his, like, warehouse fight scene, that's the best Batman fight scene ever put to film. Would you agree with that? Because... Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty good, yeah. It's, it's some good shit. Like, I love that scene. I love it so much. And I just want a whole movie that's sort of like that scene. The Batman was, like, good. I really liked the Batman. Uh, and I thought it was a really cool, different take on the character. But I wanted... I. I want another Batman film with crazy, unhinged Ben Affleck, like, doing crazy, awesome, like, you know, fight shit. Like, I just, I just want Arkham Asylum adapted into live action. That's all I want. That's all I want. I want, a, like, a horror fucking Batman movie. Uh, it's... I mean, it has to be Scarecrow, then. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, like, that's okay, a, right. I, I want, yeah, that's just it, is I want a loose adaptation. It doesn't have to literally be Arkham Asylum. Like, I don't need Joker. I don't need Joker at all. Like, why don't you just have, instead of Joker be the person who takes over the asylum, just have Riddler, or not Riddler, excuse me, Scarecrow. Scarecrow is the one who takes over the asylum, and Batman has to go in, he's getting sprayed with fear gas, and you get to meet a bunch of different uh, fucking Batman villains, like Killer Croc. Yeah, you want to do a bunch of caged cameos? Yeah, caged cameos, but, like, they can look horrifying, because Batman's gassed out of his mind. Uh, you got your Killer Croc. You right, got... it's me, Mad Hatter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? You could, and then you could do some deep cut references too. Like you could do a Mad Hatter. You could do a Man Bat. It's me. I'm King Tut. <laughs> yeah, you could do a King Tut. You could do a fucking Black Mask. You can do a I don't Condiment King. Condiment King. Yeah, I can't forget Condiment King. Kite Man. I want to see Kite Man. I don't want him to be muttering in the corner about how he loves uh, uh how he loves Poison Ivy. As like a, you know, a nice little reference to the Harley Quinn cartoon, which by the way, I am still watching. I am now, I'm, I've now like halfway through season two. So I, I am, I love that show, by the way. I think Harley Quinn is like fucking fantastic, but that's a whole other Yeah, it's real good stuff. Uh, Anyway. Hey, so, okay, really quick. I'm just kind of listening to you talk, right? And kind of staring off into space. Sure. And there, I'm looking down at the ground and there's a spot on my floor that has appears out of focus like like my brain can't turn it into a picture and i'm wondering if it's real uh (laughs) okay 
Uh, maybe you should like look at. No, I looked. It's it's fine. It's it's not really there. It's fine. My eye just doesn't work. It's okay. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I mean we knew okay, that. Okay, it's just it's some dead pixels in my cornea or something. I don't know. Mm. That's probably fine. Yeah, that's that doesn't Sorry, sound great. I just, but also, no, your well, eyes. Only when I look down. <laughs> yeah, but it's never been patchy before. It's never. Oh, that's no? a new one. That's that's a new one. Okay. Is this because I spilled bleach in my eye this morning? It's that, probably that not might that, be right? related. Yeah, for sure. Uh huh. Mm. <laughs> I was looking up at the bleach on the ceiling. That's bound to happen. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> our next piece of news is that is that the Knights of the Old Republic remake, which I think everybody was just, like, beyond excited for, uh, has been delayed indefinitely. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, apparently, wah, wah. or I should say reportedly, reportedly, Sony's, Sony and Lucasfilm... Uh, were disappointed with a recent demo that they were shown, uh, and they fired both the art and design directors uh, of, uh, I think it's like Asper, I think is the name of this game company that's making the game, or remaking the game. Uh, and so they're, like, going back to the drawing board, and, like, they're, it's like, all right, like, I don't know when this game is going to come out anymore because we don't like what you've done so far. Uh, and that sucks. That sucks a lot. I was really looking forward to playing this game. I, I, why? I mean, not if it sucks. If they weren't pleased with how the game was going, then why did they even announce it in the first place? That's what I'd like to know. Like, don't tell me about well, things. Okay, I don't know if that's totally fair. I imagine they announced it as soon as they told somebody to start working on it. I don't think they realized what a shit job they were going to do. No, that's not even true either, because, like, they announced it, and apparently they'd already been working on the game for, like, three years. Like, that's that's what one report... Oh, well, then they must have taken a very creative difference in their, in yeah, their like, uh, structure. How can they be... How like, that they... last that last 30 minutes of gameplay must have been a fucking huge right turn. Yeah, like, I just don't understand. It's a kart racer now, I decided. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, what, what happened that they're so disappointed by in this demo... That they didn't know about before, because they they've been working on this shit for years, and it, like, I, I'm not mad exactly, but I am just confused. I'm confused, and I'm I'm hurt, Steve, because this was going to finally be my foray into the old republic. I tried playing the original game, but now it's too old of a game, and I'm too much of a of a modern gamer who doesn't like things that are hard. Uh, and doesn't like things that are ugly. Uh, and I tried reading the Knights of the Old Republic comic book, but I had a hard time giving a shit about it. Uh, though I probably should give it another shot because I've heard that the comic is very good. But, like, I don't know hardly anything about, about the Old Republic. And I wanted to, Steve. Like, this is one of my... Uh, one of my Star Wars like blind spots. Like I don't really know anything. Sure, sure. And and first of all, me. don't even talk to me about old and hard things. I've been playing fucking Resident Evil Code Veronica for the fuck goddamn PS One, and that and there's no update for that one. It's still old and shit. Yeah, why? So I've been suffering through that whole thing. That? Why are you subjecting? Because I'm sick in the head, and I think it's fun. Oh, okay. Just checking. Okay. <laughs> I have. And been... number two, you think you're upset? Fucking Resident Evil. 8 has been announced, 8, 9, excuse me, 9's been announced, you know what the fucking subtitle's called this time? Apocalypse. Resident Evil Apocalypse, that's so boring and lame. I mean, that is, like, 
such a lame title. Like, like that would be a title that I would that like I would come up with in like t- you know like ten seconds. Like ah, Resident Evil Ten Apocalypse Apocalypse Now. Well, <laughs> like, well, to be fair, Resident Evil Revelations already exists. So Fuck they can't do Revelations. That oh my god, I am so glad that we were past the era of uh fucking every goddamn sequel having an r name revolutions revelations uh fucking retribution regenesis Regenesis, sure like all of it just fuck it fuck it all in the asshole like i don't want anything to do with it it's so cliche it's so unoriginal like just no 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 yeah it's it's pretty disappointing especially since it looks like it's from the trailers that we saw just the same shit as eight again just with a different person so that's pretty disappointing oh I thought you liked 8. Did you not like 8? I I like 8 fine. I liked 7 better than 8. Oh, uh, and okay. I liked other ones better than 7. I I appreciate that they did that cool Resident Evil thing they do where every like 3 or 4 games when it starts to suck, they just change everything. Yeah, it's just like hey, and they why don't we make just it good make again. It completely different. Yeah. Even I know. Yeah, after it gets Resident boring, Evil. they mix it up. You know, Resident Evil 4 was the last time and Resident Evil 7 was the most recent shift up, and I thought it was good enough. You know, I, I was, it was appropriately different. It was just very uh, lost, I think, was the Seven's problem. And Eight was just more of the parts of Seven I didn't like. It was still fine, but it was more parts I didn't want and less parts I did. It was way less emphasis on the puzzles and more emphasis on the shooty bang bang, which is not what I really came for. Oh, I would If you're playing the, Resident Evil, shooting things direction. shouldn't even really be an option for you. What? What the fuck is the point of that? I don't... I. Well, you're supposed to understand. use the resources sparingly. You have to decide what guys are worth shooting and which ones aren't. See, that's like that just sounds awful to me. Like, I just want to kill all the fucking zombies. Like, that's that's well, me. that's this is not the franchise for no, you then, not. or at least the new ones are the ones for you. Yeah, maybe I should try the new ones, but meh. like that's why you can finish seven and eight in like under three hours because you can just fucking run and fire shotguns from your dick and just bam, 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 bam. I win. It's easy. That sounds fun to me. <laughs> just saying. I, then you're welcome to enjoy it. I'm not telling you you can't. I'm just saying that's not what I wanted out of my Resident Evil game. And that's what I imagine this one's going to be even more of until Resident Evil 10 comes around and they change it again to like a fucking strategy game or a mm-hmm. fucking RPG or something. I don't know. Uh, well, a fucking, <laughs> a fucking roguelike. I don't know. Well, Steve, Steve, I know you love talking about Resident Evil, but uh, I would like to know more about, like, have you, did you ever play Knights of the Old Republic? Like, are you, I sure didn't. You sure didn't? Oh, okay. Were you interested in the remake? Because I don't fucking remember what you thought. I didn't even know it was happening until just this second. Oh, okay. But now it's not happening, so, you know, eh. So my life hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing is different for you. All right, well. I guess yeah. Then... I like Star Wars. I do not need to consume all Star Wars media, and That's I fair. don't care about most Star Wars games, especially shit like Battlefront and stuff that just doesn't have enough Jedi's in it. Because I really only care about being a Jedi. I don't know how to stress that enough. I really only want to lightsaber things. Yes, and I get it because lightsabers are the coolest thing ever. Like lightsabers are just fucking right. awesome. Like. I am given to understand that you can play classes other than Jedi in those games, and if you do, I assume you have some kind of, like, brain tumor or something, because yeah, there's no like, reason to play anything else. Why would I ever else. be a smuggler with a blaster when I could be a Jedi with fucking right. force Why powers? would I want to be average Joe when I could be a space wizard? <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree with you, yes. Like, I would Here's have a to... fun fact for you, Adam. Mm. 
the what? the fucking uh, Jedi Star Wars tabletop RPG did not have a Jedi class for its first three rulebooks. Why? What? You could not play as a Jedi. That's so fucking stupid. Could you play as someone who had Jedi powers or like force sensitive? Force sensitive thing was an option, but okay. it was not as cool as you think it was, and you didn't get nearly as many things to be considered a Jedi. Fuck you couldn't that. build a Jedi outside the rules. That's what you're asking. I hate everything. Everything you just told me. So uh, yeah, eventually just, they were added in there. Nope. But you know, why would you ever want to be anything else? Yeah. Who plays Star Wars to be a fucking smuggler, or a uh, that's it. There's only two occupations in Star Wars. You're a Jedi or you're a smuggler or you're not a character. Yeah, it's like soldier, Sorry, rebel fighter, soldier, I suppose, smuggler, is a pilot, Jedi. Well, everybody's a pilot. Even fucking Yoda's a pilot, and he's like nine million years old. Okay, he's not nine million. He is nine, almost 900 years old. He's an old man. He he's on his way to the early bird special on driving his little spaceship on Sundays only, but he can fly a goddamn spaceship. Oh! Flying a spaceship is not a cool part of Star Wars. It's just a part of the world. Everybody does it. I disagree with that. I'm sorry, but I disagree with it. I, I, the spaceships are cool, too. My second favorite part of Star Wars after lightsabers is the spaceships. I love the spaceships. I'm a sucker for that shit. Okay, okay. You misunderstand what I'm saying. Spaceships are cool. I'm just saying, like, being a pilot is not, like, a thing you're going to get props for in the Star Wars universe. It's just a thing that you do to get from A to B because uh, interstellar travel sorry, is a but part of daily like, life. As, uh, that's just not true. Uh, there are a lot of very, very skilled pilots, and there are a lot of not very skilled pilots. And there are many people who just don't know how to fucking fly anything. Like, like you'd be surprised. Like, there are some people who can, like do basic navigation but like okay i'm gonna try to approach this from a different angle then the people that you mentioned that are really good at flying like do no. other things besides be good at flying and are always more interesting than flying anakin skywalker is a great pilot but mm. he's a jedi first well poe dameron is the, basically just a pilot like that's like his no no poe dameron's title is resistance fighter which is the third thing i said uh. pilot is not part of his job description it's resistance fighter that's what his id card says when he checks in in the morning I, and that's what his I, lunch tag says when he's visiting that's just not even true dude like he and is thirdly a pilot. the like, people who are his... bad at flying don't deserve to be in star wars because they exist exclusively to walk around the background scenes of my digital remasters <laughs> All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. That fucking green kid, uh, the alien dude from Mandalorian that was on, like, the space bus and was waving to the Mandalorian, you think that kid's going anywhere? The Rodian? <laughs> um, okay, sure, okay. The, the fucking seahorse man. The, you yes, think that Rodian, kid's going to be just, the next savior of the universe? No, of course not, because he can't fly a fucking spaceship. <laughs> okay, we're just... I, this, this conversation is veering so far off track. Would you like to move on to uh, the magic hour, Steve? Are you down? Sure, yeah, yeah. Are you down for the magic? Uh, mm -hmm. Let me think. Who, oh yeah, someone was born last time. It was, wasn't it the cook or something of the of the ship? Or, there, one, oh no, two nope, people were born. certainly was not two it. Two people were born. <laughs> one was the navigator, and the other one was the, I want to say the captain. Was it the captain? Nope. Um, nope. Nope. The the other person served on the on the the tree ship, right? Yikes! Yeah, that was all technically correct. Yeah, I I, I do I get half points? Yeah, that's sure. All it right. was Hannah, the ship's navigator. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Not S captain. I, oh. Sisse is the captain. We've talked about her before. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a navigator, and there was someone else, wasn't there? 
Yes, Orem, the the ship's doctor. Doctor, that's what it was. Scott. Okay, that makes sense now. All right. Well, what do you got for me this time? Was someone All right, else born? The year. Yes, someone else was born. Oh, great. <laughs> the year four thousand one hundred and eighty-five. Ar Tangarth is born. Jesus Christ. Okay. Who the fuck is Tangarth? Uh, Tangarth is a Minotaur warrior. Okay, that's dope as hell. I love that. Okay, so <laughs> Tangar the Minotaur warrior. All right, Tangarth. I, Tangarth. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Tangarth, the Minotaur warrior. All right, is this an important warrior? Or no? uh, he is first mate on the Weatherlight. Of course he is. It's another weather Weatherlight fucking person. Like that's like their whole. That's what this whole part of the of the uh, timeline is. It's just Weatherlight crew members being born. That's all that's happening. Uh, yes, that is exactly what's happening. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that's fine. I guess. All right, so we're now going to move on to my humble opinion, where we talk about whatever the hell we have uh, watched or played or whatever in the past week, and I have got a fun one, and I'd like to go first. Is that okay? Please do. All right. So uh, I I made an oopsie. Uh, I made an oopsie, and I, I did a thing that I said on this show that I would not do, uh, and that is I bought the Morbius Steelbook. Uh, because I am weak, I am a weak person, and I just, I saw it, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, and then I bought it, and now I've seen the film, uh, and in my humble opinion- Oh, so you bought this stupid steelbook without ever actually having seen the movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I do that all the time, I'll buy steelbooks without actually having seen the movie, but yeah, so I bought the steelbook. I don't know, uh, that's, okay, alright, Just Yeah, just, we're just gonna move on from that, because I can't explain it, uh. (laughs) Okay. So, uh. In my humble opinion, Morbius is pretty fucking bad. Not quite <laughs> as bad as I thought it would be. Like, it's serviceable, I guess. Like, I was expecting it to be so much worse. Like, it, like it's so forgettable. Well, that's a ringing endorsement. It's so forgettable. Like, it's just Morbius, so... not as bad as you thought. <laughs> so, all right. Um, the film just kind of... Uh, at, the, at the beginning of the film, I, I would actually say the begin like the first third of the movie is probably the best part, and I I almost wish good. that had taken a longer amount of time. Like the film opens with him just going to like some place in like Africa, I believe, uh, where they have vampire bats, uh, and he like he like sets this weird trap up uh, at like the mouth of this cave. Uh, and, like, again, this is the opening scene. Like, I don't know anything about what the fuck is going on. Uh, and he, like, he sets this trap up and he hobbles over there on his fucking crutches. Uh, and he, like, cuts himself right in the hand, which that is always... I hate that shit. I hate it when it's like, oh, I need Oh, when my... they do, like, the grip the knife and slide it out Yeah, thing. they do the... Yeah, he does exactly that. Grip the knife, slide it out. And it's like, why would you put... Why would you put your, like, cut yourself right in the palm of your hand? Like, cut, like, the back of your forearm or well, something. It's, it's so you can control how much blood comes out. But if you squeeze your hand, it makes the blood come out. I mean, okay, but he doesn't even squeeze it. He just holds his hand out. Like, just, he was not squeezing it. He's oh, just holding it. Oh, well, he's it. a dumbass then. I don't know. I can't explain Yeah, it. he just holds his hand out, and then the bats come flying at him. Which, I don't think that's how vampire bats work, but I could be wrong. 
I don't know shit um, about vampire bats. I don't think that's how that works yeah, either. Yeah, they don't, like, lose their shit when they smell human blood, right? Like, they don't, like, immediately Well, they fly. do drink blood, but yeah. it's mostly from cows, and I think they actually have to scrape them first to make them bleed. So I don't think they... Because they don't actually, like, you know, fucking bite them and suck blood out, I don't think. I think uh, they actually, like, make cuts and lick it off. And, uh, so the, I, I wrote some of the dialogue down. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> that ought to be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I really needed to, to do this. So let's see if I can... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess I didn't write down as much of it as I thought. But there's just... There's a lot of really, really lame lines. Like, lines... It, it feels like this is, like, a first draft in a lot of ways. Like, uh, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. Without that, there is no science. Like, it's like, ah, like, like, okay. Like, it just sounds so obvious to me. The whole film is obvious. Ooh, uh, you want to play a game? Sure. We can take this line and stick it in somebody else's mouth and pretend this movie doesn't exist and see if it makes sense for them to say it. I'm going to go first. Dr. Doom. <laughs> so Dr. Doom says, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. Without that, there is no science. Yep. It sounds awful if it came from Dr. Doom's mouth. Like, no, no, I don't, I don't care for that. What would he be talking about? Like, would he be talking about going to space to get mutated or whatever? I don't know. I don't know. Yes. Uh, anyway, I want to, I want to focus, I want to focus on Morbius here. Uh, so the worst scene, in my opinion, is there's this flashback scene where we meet a uh, young Michael Morbius, uh, and he, uh, meets his friend Milo. Uh, his friend's name is not Milo. His friend's name is... Oh, God. I, I Did I write this down? I feel like I did, but maybe I didn't. Ah, crap. I can't remember. I can't remember the guy's name. I want to say it was Augustus or something. It was something really weird. I can't remember exactly. What, it wasn't Augustus. Anyway, but this... Lucius. His name was Lucius. Oh, fuck. Uh, of course it was. So this, of course it but was. But, like, this little kid... Because uh, Morbius has a blood disease. Uh, and this... And little kid Morbius... Uh, meets his new friend, uh, Lucius, uh, or Lucian, whatever. Uh, and, uh, and he's like, oh, hi, Milo. And he's like, my name's not Milo. I just told you, my name's Lucian. And he's like, yeah, but... Oh, gonna... hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yeah, well, I'm gonna call you Milo anyway. Uh, and then he... Wait, why? <laughs> uh, oh, because, uh, the last person who... The previous person who set, who laid in that bed was named Milo, but actually the previous person wasn't Milo because that was the that was the second Milo. There, there was a Milo before that too, and there might have been a Milo before that. He, he lost track. A lot of kids come and go in this hospital that he's living in, and so he just he just names everybody else Milo. Wait a minute. So a bunch of kids died that he just kept calling Milo, and he just keeps passing that tradition along. That is correct. Yeah, that that's is, fucked up, dude. It's pretty it's pretty fucked up. But he's a kid, so whatever. Uh, anyway, Milo 4, or whatever. Uh, Yikes. The newest Milo. Um, he, his his magic blood machine stops working. They go into no detail as to what this thing, uh, what this machine does. But his magic, magic blood, blood machine, machine stops working, uh, and he, like, passes out. And then uh, Michael here, he's like, oh, no, do you know, nurse, doctors, like, he's gonna, he's gonna die. He's gonna asphyx asphyxiate or whatever. Uh, but there's no one around for some strange reason. Uh, Shouldn't the detaching of the magic machine send off the warnings to the desk or whatever? And then think, they come running you'd and think. stuff? But, but no, okay. apparently not. 
and then um and then he uh takes apart a ballpoint pen and he gets the little like the little spring out from it and uh and he takes that spring and he puts it inside the machine uh this blood machine or whatever and somehow that spring fixes it i don't know how oh cool i don't know why that would work but the spring he, he did probably made the appropriate sacrifice of steel to whatever <laughs> yeah, gods this operate the machine and by he, and he and he put put it in and he fixed it and then uh his his doctor who's basically his father figure um and he's gonna he's in the present section of the film as well uh but anyway his doctor is like wow it took a team of scientists to build that machine and you were able to pill- to fix it with a ballpoint pen uh, which I think is very That's reductive. Bullshit. Yeah, it, it's like, mm, like I think it took a team of scientists to invent the machine, but it probably just took like one dude uh, working in a factory to build it. Like building it is not that impressive. It's like it's the science. Well, behind I'm it. I'm thinking he was in- referring to the inventing, not the construction, but whatever. I don't Go know. On. Whatever. I just I it was a, it was a very strange thing where he's like, "Oh my god, you're so impressive because you stuck a screw or a spring into this machine and fixed it." And it's like, I mean, good thinking. I'm not saying he didn't do a good job. He saved Milo's life. Uh good for you, my man. Uh but like it's not that amazing, I don't think. Uh and he did it just like on a, just really quickly. But apparently that was impressive enough for this doctor. That's because he knows what killed the last three Milo. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, apparently that was impressive enough for this doctor to send uh, Michael uh, to school to go and become a doctor. Now we fast forward. Uh, and it turns Wait out... Wait a minute. Hang on. What? So this kid is in the hospital presumably all the time because of his yep. blood disease. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. And he does not have parents? He does not have parents. They, they do not mention the parents whatsoever. So... so... No Who's footing the bill for this war to the state? No idea. Oh, I cool. Th- oh yeah, one other thing, and this was something that I thought was just fucking hilarious. Um, so this hospital that he's staying in, uh, it's in Greece, right? We know that from the, there's a little like thing on the bottom when they first introduced the scene where it's like so and so Greece, okay. you know. So we know it's in Greece. Uh, sure. However, there's a later point uh, where there's like these bullies who are bullying Milo. That's not important right now, but. Uh, for some strange and these bullies speak English, uh, but for some strange, of course they do. Uh, yeah, yeah. But for some strange reason, the doctor uh, sees these bullies, uh, you know, being mean to Milo, and uh, he runs over and he starts speaking Spanish to them. And he's he's like, you know, he's he's like Sierra La Boca, like he's like stop, like don't do this, you're cruel children. And he's speaking Spanish, and I know he's speaking Spanish because the subtitle says speaking Spanish. This is in Greece, I thought. Are there Spanish-speaking people in Greece? Like, there's probably Not that I'm aware of. Spain is not that close to Greece. No, it's not. Like, what are we talking about? Like, what's happening? Where is this set? Like, I don't understand. Anyway... Um, so... Nah, man, this is that alternate future universe where, uh, from, like, Big Hero 6, where, uh, California and Japan have the same culture, so like Greece and Spain have the same culture, so they speak the same language. I, I sure, yeah, that's the only explanation I have. Anyway, uh, so uh, so now we go back to now we go to the future, and uh, somehow uh, Michael and and Milo are both still alive, uh, though they have to like have like daily blood transfusions uh, in order to like stay living, and they both can barely walk, and it's just a whole fucking thing. And I have to say, I will give this movie credit. 
the the relationship between Milo and Morbius is reasonably well done. I am willing to believe uh, that that these two kids who were sick with the same disease and have somehow survived into adulthood together would have a special bond. I'm bu- I buy it. Like I'm like you know what? Sure, okay. I can see it. Like I see it. And uh, Matt Smith is Milo now in the present day. Uh, and I like Matt Smith as an actor. And you know what? I can't believe I'm going to say this. I am shook. I am shook by this. Jared Leto makes a pretty good Morbius. So here's the thing, right? Here's the thing about Jared Leto. He's an awkward guy. Jared Leto always comes across as like sort of aloof or like he's not all there or he, he just seems like like he's awkward and strange. But strangely, that works pretty well with a character who's had a deadly blood disease his entire life, and so he's always felt like he's, like, separate from the rest of the normies, you know? Uh, and also, he's a genius, so it makes sense that he would think of himself as being high and mighty, and he's so focused on his own mortality that he acts like... Uh, he, he's, he's a very serious-minded person. Now, he does make the occasional joke, uh, but, like, it's usually, like, the kind of joke where it's, it's more of, like, a sarcastic thing. Like, he has, and it works somehow. Like, I actually liked Jared Leto in this film, somehow. The film is terrible, but surprisingly, Jared Leto is not that bad. Like, I am interested in seeing another Morbius movie? No, I'm not. I can't. I can't say that. I can't say that. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I didn't hate him nearly as much as I thought I would. I was, I was appalled by it. I, it, it, it was so strange. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Jared Leto has to, or Morbius, Morbius, uh, went to get these vampire bats because apparently the vampire bats, uh, survive exclusively on blood, and so they have a special anticoagulant in their blood uh, that he wants to give to himself, which would theoretically cure his uh, his blood disease that he's been dying of for his entire life. Uh, and Do they say what mysterious blood disease he has? Nope, not, nope, no okay. idea. <laughs> All right. uh, so anyway... Which, actually, you know, at least they did give an explanation as, uh, you know, as to why he wants uh, the vampire blood. Like, or the, not the vampire, the the bat blood. Like, it makes some sense. I sort of get it, right? I mean, it's it's comic book as Fucking Doctor Strange just went and got some goddamn magic. Uh, (laughs) That's true, but anyway. Um, However, unfortunately... Uh, splicing DNA between two different species is a big no-no in uh, science these days. Uh, these days, <laughs> these days, I don't know. In in the film, they like he has sure. this assistant whose name I cannot remember, but he has uh, it was a it was a strange name. Doesn't matter. He has this assistant who's like, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to uh, splice a bat and a human DNA. And he's like, yeah, well, I didn't tell you because I w- there's this little thing called plausible deniability. This is a crime. I'm going to die anyway. Like, if I lose my me- my medical license, it doesn't matter to me because I'm just going to be dead in, like, in five years. But you have a whole life ahead of you. Uh, so I didn't want to involve you, but fuck it. Why not? You, now you're involved. 
Uh, and then nice. he goes to Milo, who inexplicably is rich. I don't know why Milo is so rich, but he is. Uh, and they offer absolutely no explanation as to where this money comes from. But okay, nice. whatever. Um, he goes to Milo and he's like, all right, so I have this thing. It might be a cure. It's the best shot we have. It's very illegal <laughs> and it's very <laughs> risky. Uh, and I can only do it in international waters. I don't understand that part. I don't understand why this highly risky experimental, uh, test had to be done on a ship. On a rocky boat? Yeah, on a rocky boat. Like, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Just, like, go to some sort of, you know, private facility or something, you know? Yeah, like, how about a locked door, you <laughs> Yeah, like, it's like, you know what? Like, could you not go to some sort of black site facility? Like, is that not Right, do you thing? think Homeland Security just has, like fucking pressure sensors on every building in the universe and they're like oh <laughs> yeah, i can I feel you doing something illegal I in there i cannot explain it to you i have no idea why it had to be done on a ship but according to him it had to be done on a ship and here we go so, i'd be very i'd be more suspicious of the guy <laughs> that said he had to do his legal activities somewhere else <laughs> yeah right it's like what the fuck it's like if we're gonna do this let's just go in my basement where nobody can catch us instead of like being in this dangerous water where you might just kill and eat me uh, yeah, uh, so uh, so he goes on the ship, Milo foots the bill, uh, and he, he injects himself. Uh, as you can probably expect, it doesn't go great for him. He, uh, he almost immediately uh, becomes a vampire-like person, uh, and uh, he starts murdering uh, all of the, uh, the random military guys that are on this ship, which, again... Like, this was all bought and paid for by Milo. Like, this was... The ship is only here, I believe, because Morbius wanted it. And But for some strange reason, there's a bunch of military guys on this ship, and they're all assholes, and they're all sexist, because they, they treat his well, assistant... We have, to, we have to feel good about killing them. Yeah, we have to feel good about killing them. Uh, but yeah, they're all assholes, and they're, and they're sexist, and because uh, they, make, they make jokes about how she's a nurse... Um, even though she's like, I'm a doctor, shut the fuck up. Uh, because they needed to, you know, immediately establish that these are not nice dudes. And so, you know, they can be well, freely yeah. murdered. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, he, he immediately, uh, breaks out of the containment that like he had like a little room that he was in and he breaks out of that and he, uh, goes around murdering all these guys. Um, it's, it's honestly like the action this is like the the weirdest action scene for me because like they're trying to be all mysterious about it and it's like yeah i know he's a vampire like it's like yeah like what are we doing here like yes yes i know um and also it's very yeah strange. this is kind of like how in the in the hulk movie when they like kind of tease you with hulk in the background but they actually fucking show him it's like i he's on the poster we yeah, know yeah, why it's like, i know who it is <laughs> like what are we doing exactly like that yes uh the other thing that's really funny is that uh there's not nearly enough blood to, like, the whole idea is that, you know, he's killing these people and drinking their blood. And you don't really see that. Like, there's one point where he, like, slashes this guy's throat, and the guy, like, grabs his throat and he acts like he's choking. But you don't, there's no blood. Like, you can't see anything. Uh, you know, because it's a PG-13 movie. And it's like, if... right. If you're going to do this, do it. Like, this movie should have been rated R, and they should have gone all in on the body horror. 
that would have made it like at least twice as good as it is. But yeah, whatever. he should rip a dude's head off and then dangle it above his head and fucking drown yeah, and himself in dripping blood. blood, like like yeah. blade. Uh, and then uh, oh, and oh, and eventually he uh, he wakes up after he's drained the blood of all of these people, uh, which again we did not actually see him do. He wakes up. And he's like, what have I done? And then he's looking at this security cam footage, which, again, why is there a security cam on this ship? Like, everything about this ship makes no fucking sense, but whatever. Uh, so he's looking at this security right, like, cam. He just need to go out here quickly and do this science project. Like, I'm not saying they would have rented a rowboat to do it, but, like, this guy probably would have just gotten a ship, an undiscreet ship with a lab in it, and that would have been sufficient. No yes. no guards of any kind probably would have yes, been necessary. Like, I don't even know why the guards are there at all. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> why? So he has somebody to kill. <laughs> yeah, because there ne- he needs someone to kill who isn't his assistant, who he has a romance with. Spoiler alert. Who well, fucking cares? They probably, okay, so is this Mobius that's going around murdering these guys? Or is it the other guy? No, it's Mor- It's Morbius. Morbius murders okay. all they can't these people. See, so they, they didn't want him to be a bad guy, so they... They didn't have him kill innocent crew members. That's why they had to have these military guys here, because they can shoot back at him. And also, we established that they're bad people. So they are A-OK morally to die. Uh, it's the only reason it's them. Yeah, I mean, literally, that is the only reason. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, so he, he wakes up, looks at the security footage, is repulsed. Uh, excuse me. He calls for help from his little people, uh, or from, like, the Coast Guard. Uh, and then he just jumps off the ship, and that's fine, I guess. Uh, just, I mean, they, they're in international waters. Like, they're way far off from the shore, but I guess he's a vampire now, so it doesn't matter. Well, this movie just... already doesn't make any sense, because everyone knows vampires cannot cross water without their coffin. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, the, the vampire rules of this movie are very, very strange and weird. It's like, he's not actually a vampire. He's just vampire. I know he's not actually a vampire. Uh, but anyway... Uh, so he magically gets back to shore and he immediately starts, um, starts experimenting with his powers. And this is the best part of the film, in my opinion, because this is where you get to see Dr. Michael Morbius behave like a doctor. And this is probably the best, uh, the best performance part, uh, from Jared Leto of the entire film, because he's basically just fucking with his powers he uh, locks himself is in it a like room. spider-man where he says go web go or no, is it more no, like shazam where they have a it's youtube actually, channel it's, it's more scientific than that he locks himself in a room and he sees how long he can go uh without uh without blood and he times it like using like a stop like a stopper timer so fantastic four watch. style then yes yeah, kind of like fantastic four style uh and he, so he's timing it and he's ex- uh, oh and he has this fake blood like he has this uh this he that was like uh, something from earlier in the film he invented fake blood in order to like survive on you know on his blood disease or whatever but now he can would that not fix him say what would that not have fixed him uh apparently not because i guess he was like he constantly needs more blood which actually now that i think about it he also constantly needs more blood now as a vampire so he didn't really fix anything he just gave himself superpowers uh, in addition, but right. he didn't actually fix the problem that he had before, which is a dependence on blood. Uh, but I guess now he doesn't have to hobble around. Uh, so, so that's good. Yeah, that's good. You know, improvement, definitely an improvement. Uh, 
Anyway, so he's experimenting with his powers. He finds that, uh, like, he goes into this room with a bunch of bats, and the bats treat him like a brother, and they don't bite him, uh, which he I, which he finds sure, fascinating. I, I guess. Uh, he, uh, he, you know, he has, like, the uh, body of an Olympic athlete now. Uh, but Why? that <laughs> But uh, that goes away if he goes too long without blood. And he quickly realizes through his experiments that uh, while he can drink the fake blood, uh, that, like, that only sustains him for a short amount of time. And that window of time where it sustains him is growing shorter and shorter. So it's like, ah. so he needs to figure out some sort of solution so that he doesn't start, uh, you know, killing a bunch of people. He does not find a solution in the film, by the way. Like, by oh, the end okay. of the movie, well, I'll get there, I'll get there. But there is no answer to that particular question. I guess he just makes a new fake blood, or he just fully embraces murdering Does he have to be human people. blood? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They didn't, he didn't, I don't think they addressed that in the film, surprisingly. Because, uh, yeah, like, maybe Because I bet he could have connections to a, um a lab rat scientific studies distribution center and could just order himself several thousand white mice. Uh, yeah, probably. Actually, I think there are, yeah, he has mice already in the film. Like, he has mice that he experimented on to, like, test and see if he could combine uh, rat DNA with mice DNA. So he probably could drink that. Wait I don't minute. know. He was finding rats and mice? Well, yeah, he wanted to see if he could splice the DNA, you know, like, that's that's all. Anyway, th that's not important. Those are barely different. <laughs> Shh, Steve, Steve, don't don't put thought into this film. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, this is better than, like, that uh, fucking communist thing where they were having ladies get fucked by gorillas to make half-gorilla men. Uh, oh, God, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? I don't want to think about oh, Did you not know about that? No, I did not know about that. What yeah, the Stalin hell? was a weird guy. <laughs> What the hell, man? Did it work? It didn't work, No, right? of course it didn't work. Okay, thank God. All right, good. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. In um, case you're wondering, there's more than a six million year difference evolutionarily between gorillas and humans, so it'll never, ever work. Good. Good. Uh, anyway. So he's experimenting with his powers, uh, but he's realizing that it's not going to work long term, the fake blood. Uh, and then Milo shows up, and Milo is like, yo, hey, did it work? Like, you're walking around without crutches, so that's good. Uh, and he's like, he's like, you don't understand. Like, this is a curse. You have no idea. I, you know, and Milo's like, what are you talking about? It's a curse. Like, give me some of that. Give me whatever you're having. And and Morbius is like, I can't do that. Like, you know, whatever oh this is. Oh, my God. Fucking... This is the dumbest... See, this kind of shit happens all the time, and it's so stupid. All he has to do is lie the right way. You're yes. like, yeah, all I did was increase my demand for blood. I can walk around, but I'm dying much faster. Yeah, if he had, like, bothered to, like, come up with a, with a lie like that, or really give any actual explanation to Milo, it might have worked out, but uh, it doesn't. Uh, so he, you know, he re soundly rejects Milo and he yells at him. Like, he's like, get out, whatever, rah. Oh, because uh, it's this guy's fault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Milo, Milo is like, okay, fuck it. Well, like, fine, whatever, you're such an asshole. Uh, unbeknownst to him, he sneaks, you don't see this happen, or at least if you saw it happen, I missed it. But, uh, he sneaks a vial of whatever the, you know, the poison was 
you know, so he can. How become... would he know? What? How would he have known? I don't know. Like it was That's labeled an super question. secret poison. I don't know. Yeah, he he off screen uh, snuck a vial of the vampire juice, uh, and then again off screen injected that into his body. Uh, despite the fact that... Wait, we don't even see that part? That's a really it. important part. No, 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 no. you part. don't see it. He just has powers later in the movie. Uh, somehow. Wow. Uh, yeah, that I know. That seems was... like that was a scene that got cut for some reason, but yeah, they really shouldn't have cut that scene. I don't understand what that was about at all. It was very strange. Like, it was like, he just had powers later. Uh, I, so I think the idea was that they were trying to make it like a surprise thing, because there's this point where this, this woman gets murdered, uh, just like this innocent woman. Uh, and Jared Leto, or Morbius, is thinks that it must have been him, but he doesn't remember it happening. Like, he's like, uh, you know, he's like, I must have blacked out or something. Like, this doesn't make any sense. I, I can remember the other murders on the ship, but I don't remember this one. Um, and, but then you find out that, no, it was actually Milo. Milo murdered that particular woman. Uh, and then Milo, uh, oh, and then Morbius gets arrested because, you know, he seemingly just murdered this woman. And also, uh, these cops are surprisingly good at their jobs, but also not at all. Uh, because they pretty much immediately suspect that Morbius did, like, did some sort of experiment on himself. Uh, and then pretty much immediately investigate and arrest him with very little actual evidence but they just do it, and it's and they're partially right. So, like, good on them, I guess. Uh, and they're partially right. Well, they are right that he murdered the people on the ship. Like, he did murder the militia guys. Like, they're not wrong there. He just didn't murder the one woman back on the mainland or whatever. Right. Um, but then my that was international goes, waters, so it doesn't count. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, international waters is not a crime. Isn't that how that works? Uh, but then uh, yep. Milo goes to visit him in prison. Uh, and, and like, they have this, like, they hug and, you know, he's like, I'm going to get you out of here. Don't worry. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then, but then Milo leaves his crutches behind, uh, which <gasps> is super weird. Uh, cause like, I think that Milo, I think it was meant to be a message. Like, I think Milo did it on purpose just to fuck with Morbius because Morbius yelled at him one time and now Milo wants to fucking kill him, I guess. Like, yep, I, I thought I liked their friendship initially, but then like, I guess Milo is just, has just always been jealous of Morbius, uh, or something like, I don't like Milo yeah, for that just fulfilling life he had as a dying man. Yeah. I mean, like M Milo just goes completely insane very quickly, which I guess, wait a minute, wait a minute. What does this Milo fella into this, uh, same lady as, uh, as Morbius is? You know, I I thought he would be. That's where I thought they were going with. Because that sounds exactly point for point, Doctor Doom, just like I said. Um, huh? Yeah. Uh, I thought that he would be. Like, he definitely thinks that she's attractive. Uh, but no, it doesn't come across as like he's like oh, I want her. Like, that's not the. If vibe. I can't have her, no one can. Yeah, it's not like that. No, surprisingly, I I, I really thought that's where they were gonna go with it, but no. Uh, but then. That's too uh, bad. Morbius figures out, because he left the crutches behind, Morbius figures out that Milo must have injected himself and Milo must have killed this woman. So he breaks out of prison and they fight. Uh, and honestly, the fight is pretty decent. Uh, their their first fight, at least, was pretty good. They, like, they're chasing each other and they, like, go down this subway 
and like matt smith is just having the time of his life playing this character like he murders people and drinks their blood he dances he like he like there's one point where like he where uh morbius punches him and milo is like on the ground and he's like and he's like wow that was fun wasn't it like matt smith is just like just going completely ham in this film and honestly he's the best part of the movie like i would want i kind of wish the film was just about uh milo i really do because like he's hilarious and like so so silly uh and he like he really does feel like somebody who had a dying disease their entire life and now suddenly is not only not dying but has superpowers and he's just going crazy it's like pure power fantasy and i i kind of like it he's, he's not bad uh like i mean he his motivation is i've always been jealous of my friend who's also dying of the same disease as me which is a little strange but like at least, yeah he's the rich one yeah he's the rich one yeah I, his and they're not even after is, the same gal his motivation is not not super well fleshed out like milo is not a well-written character but Matt Smith is acting the shit out of it, so I'm willing to give it a pass, personally. Uh, and then, Fair I can't enough. Even, honestly, at this point of the film, I just kept checking my checking the time, because I just wanted it to be over. Uh, yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I can't even really remember everything that happens. Uh, they fight again. Oh, yeah. There's a one point where Morbius needs a lab because he needs to come up with uh, some way to kill Milo. Uh, and so he just did like... Did he try garlic? Uh, he did not try garlic, but... Excuse me. He needs a lab, so he uh, so he follows this... Uh, like, these drug people. Like, he follows this drug dealer to try to, to figure out To a meth lab? Yeah, he goes to a meth lab. Yeah, he goes to a meth lab, and he's like, hey, I need your lab. And they're like... They're like, who the fuck do you think you are? And then he breaks this dude's finger, and he's like, I'm Venom. Now, if you were, if you recall from the trailer, uh, what he says is, I'm Venom. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, I'm just kidding. Like, you know, Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. That's what he says in the trailer, which is a dumb joke, but at least it makes sense. What happens in the film, they cut out part of it, so he's just like, I'm Venom. Ah. And then they all run away. So... I guess they just think that his name is Venom now, <laughs> even though Venom exists and is in San Francisco, which is not where this is set, but they make a couple of, like, weird oblique references to Venom. This this film is amazingly, significantly worse than either of the two Venom movies, and I don't even <laughs> like those movies, but, like, alright, like, whatever. Uh, so he makes he makes uh, some sort of weird thing. Uh, Milo is going crazy. He kills some people who insult him at a bar, and then he kills his father figure scientist dad. Oh no! Uh, I know it's so sad. And he almost kills the uh, the love oh, interest, the 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 assistant or whatever. He almost kills the assistant, but then um, Morbius is able to get there just in time as she's dying, and. Uh, he i think he drinks her blood in order to become more powerful because like she asked she's like just use my you know she's like i'm dying anyway just drink from me so that so that you'll be able to beat milo and he does but then that turns her it's into just a like vampire. the ending of beast stars uh sure i haven't seen that but sure 
Uh, but then that turns her into a vampire, which uh, which is not followed up on. She just, like, opens her eyes at the end of the movie. And it's like, oh, no! But, like, that's never going to be referenced again. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> and then he fights Milo. He beats him by summoning an army of bats uh somehow <laughs> i i don't have an explanation for you he he beats him by uh there's a bunch of bats and for some reason the bats trust uh morbius but they don't trust milo for some reason and they fight uh and then he injects him with the thing uh that's supposed to take away his powers and milo is just dying and he's like how could you do this to me you gave me my name uh and fucking what uh, well yeah because his name is milo remember but it's no not i know but i'm just milo. it's weird he's stuck with that yeah he yeah he's stuck with milo the whole time like he's always gone by milo just because it was given to him by this kid when he was a kid by that other sick kid in the hospital <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh and then, i was in the hospital for a while and there was a kid next to me and i don't remember what his name was and i sure as fuck didn't give him one he took to the grave <laughs> you didn't well what the hell man no i only ever had one conversation with him and it was about how he pushed his iv in too far <laughs> okay well you shouldn't have named him milo that's what that i guess it, the... well no because that would have doomed him to death apparently <laughs> uh anyway so then the movie's over but before the movie can truly be over we have to get truly the worst after credit scene that i've ever seen in my entire life oh yeah baby lay it on me oh my god all right so uh in this after credit scene the vulture from spider-man homecoming manifests into this universe which is in a separate universe than the main mcu universe or whatever uh, mm -hmm. Because you can see, like, the, the Doctor Strange, like, cracks in the sky from the multiverse event of Spider-Man, No Way Home. Uh, yeah. And then the Vulture just appears in a prison cell in this other universe. He looks in the mirror, is surprised by what he sees. Don't, I don't know why. Uh, he looks in the mirror, is surprised by what he sees, and then he shrugs and said, I hope the food's better in this joint. That's that's real. I didn't make that up. That's actually what happened. Uh, <coughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, then he is released from prison uh, because no one knows who he is. And they decide they can't just keep a man in prison uh, just because he teleported inside of it. Uh, so he gets released okay. from prison. And then he finds Dr. Michael Morbius, who is inexplicably driving into a desert uh and but then michael morbius pulls to the side of the road for no discernible reason uh and then vulture shows up in costume like in his vulture costume which he shouldn't have because it was made from the uh from alien technology of the main mcu universe and he hey, hey shut up <laughs> but yeah somehow he has his vulture suit literally have no idea how that works at all uh maybe it was just in his body somehow like he you know it's like fucking extremist shit i don't know uh nanobots and then, and then he says uh i'm not really sure how i got here something to do with spider-man i think uh but i'm th but i'm thinking that we should make a team uh, or people like us should make a team something like that i can't remember the exact the end of the line uh and then Morbius replies, intriguing, and that's the end of the film. And it was so awful. 
at least that scene left such an incredibly bad taste in my mouth. Like, Sony has no idea how to actually tease a future film. Like, they, they just kind of throw shit at a wall, like, first draft. Like, this, it's so bad, Steve. Like, I don't understand how that scene could have possibly be filmed. Who the fuck wrote the lines that Michael Keaton was saying? How did Michael Keaton get into a recording booth and record these lines and not laugh himself to death? That's what I would like to know. I would like to truly know how he was able to say these lines with a straight face because it makes no fucking sense. It's so bad. And it doesn't even, like, it doesn't make sense even within the universe. Like, why would Doctor Strange's spell be sending people into different universes. The whole idea is that it was pulling people into the MCU universe. Yeah. There yep, is yep, yep, no... Yep. But consider this. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> like, I, I, am, I am flabbergasted. I am appalled by, by that after credit scene. It's so bad. It's worse than any... It's worse than the after credit scene of Amazing Spider-Man 2 where a man is just walking down a hallway and you see like a pair of vulture wings and a pair of Dr. Octopus tentacles and like and then he goes and meets with uh with Green Goblin and he's like, "Yeah, I'm Green Goblin now. We should form a team." Like that was bad, but this is on a whole other level of bad. Like, "Oh my fucking god." So yeah, in my humble opinion, Morbius was not quite as bad as I was expecting, but it is not a good film. Easily one of the worst uh, superhero movies I've ever seen. Not like, it's not like Fantastic level of bad because that film I couldn't even finish. This one I was able to finish, uh, but I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a 2.5 out of 10. Mostly because Damn. of Jared Leto, or not Jared Leto, mostly because of, uh, of Matt Smith who was clearly having a good time uh, playing the villain, and uh, I was having a good time watching him. So, two point five out of ten. That's that's where I'm. That's where I'm sticking with it. Damn, savage. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Horrible movie, but uh, I, I'll probably never watch it again. Probably. Maybe I. But will. you have the steelbook for it. I know I have the steelbook for it. Maybe I'll do like a marathon of all of the Sony films at some point. You know, because I hate myself. Uh, and then, sure, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'll, I'll watch it then. But I'm, I'm not going to be watching it again anytime soon. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's it for me. So Fantastic. I kind of, I went for kind of a long time, and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> that's okay. I don't really have. I mean, I had one, but it's not important. So it's, it's all right. Fine. Well, in that case, uh, those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye.